0: hallelujah, praise God, glory to God, glory to God, amen, all right, thank you for that song, that was awesome, thanks for the worship, I got a problem this morning, my ADD is kicking in big time, I don't know if it's the cold weather, but I'm trying to stay focused on this thing, you know. I don't know if it's because I haven't been up here for a while. My mind's going a million different directions, and I got a 10 million things to talk about. Okay, so I know we got a meeting, so I got to be done by then. But uh, I'll do my best to keep it short. We already had some great Bible teaching. You guys enjoy it? I mean, uh, I, I, we went through it, I don't know, what, four years ago or whatever it was. But it just seems like all the stuff he's going over is like, did he do all that before? You know, I kind of forgot, you know? But yeah, it's it's such a, some great Bible teaching and principles, and it's so good to be able to go through those and hear them. I know it's a lot to take in, at least it is for me. My little brain can only handle so much at a time. Uh, So I I understand that uh, maybe you might be a little bit like me, and so, you know, you can only endure so much, right? You know, one guy says your mind can't comprehend what your seat can't endure, so um, so that's why I'm going to leave you standing for a while and uh, so forth. But uh, here, I, I tell you what, I'm reading my scripture and you can sit down. Um, and it's going to be uh, Matthew chapter 7. And I've been really enjoying our Bible reading. Thank you again, Sister Krista, for putting that together. I enjoy reading the comments. Um, that's a blessing. And... I know some of you may be doing it on paper or just reading, but uh, at least if you can really think about it a little bit and just throw something in there, uh, maybe to bless somebody, I w- it's always good to see what other people are thinking, what they're getting from the scripture. You know, some of us uh, get one thing; somebody else might get something from Taco Bell or something out of it. You know, that's <laughs> so always good. All right, it's always good. So let's read this. So, this is one that we just read in our Bible readings. I was reading through this, and this really, that seventh chapter of Matthew really stuck out to me. But this portion really stuck out to me, so uh, we're going to read it. It says, uh, Enter in, or enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leads to destruction, and there are many who go in by it. Because narrow is the gate, and difficult is the way which leads to life, and there are few who find it. And you may be seated. Um, So this is a pretty interesting uh, scripture. I know probably most of you here, if not all of you, have read this many, many times. This one uh, verse, uh, of course, the chapter uh, 5 through 7 is the Sermon on the Mount, and Jesus is just packing stuff in there, right? Um, Each chapter, each verse you know, each uh, pericope there that you can find, there's just so much to it, right? You can just keep building on it. So this is what's amazing about Scripture because you can read it and read it and get something out of it. Then 20 years later, you read it again and get totally something different out of it. So this is one of those that I kind of started getting some stuff out of. Um So with that, I wanted to think on this. I guess I'm reminded of this story uh, since it was so cold out this morning. And, you know, I started thinking about some things. You know, some people really like snow and all that stuff, you know. They want all that white stuff to come down and whatever. Oh, yeah, we can go have the snow, but then you got to put up with this too. So they forget about the bad stuff that comes along with it. And, uh... I mean, so one day, this was quite a few years ago, um, I got this really high electric bill. You may ever get one of those? I'm like, whoa, what's going on here? So in my house, I have a geothermal, but I'm also all electric, so I don't have any gas heat, it's just electric heat. and I'm like, oh my goodness, my electric bill is outrageous, what's going on? It's like, oh, look at the thermostat, and on the thermostat it's got a settings. Okay, he's got one for cold, you got one for regular heat, then you got one for emergency heat. Emergency heat means it's just restricted heat. Okay, restricted electricity is forming the heat. Okay, the geothermal is no longer working. And so somehow that switch got moved over. I think it was this little three year old girl I had in the house that wanted to play with some buttons and she moved it. So I went over there and I bought one of those things that we have out in the hallway you know, that locks it. And I got the key and I'm thinking I'm gonna be in control of the thermostat. I'm gonna be in control of that thermostat because I'm the ones gonna have to pay the bill. And I don't like paying double so this kind of got me thinking on some things, right? Because no matter what's going on on the outside, I'm going to keep my house right around that 70-degree mark in the wintertime. Maybe a little warmer than that in the summer. But but in uh, winter time, it's going to stay about 70. Because I'm going to control that thermostat. So it may be doing whatever outside. Maybe 10 degrees outside. It may be 30 degrees outside, It may be 12 degrees below, like I said in my car this morning, on the way in. But on the inside, I'm controlling the thermostat. Uh, in our life, many times there's a lot of outside influences that are going on. It's going to try to affect your temperature. Now, you can be the thermometer, and you can go up with it, and you can go down with it, or you can be the thermostat. I'm going to set the temperature here in this house. Okay, I'm going to make the decision. This is the way I'm going to have it. Okay, this is my life, and I'm going to have it this way. Okay, it's just a decision. I'm going to make a decision. This is the way it's going to be. I'm going to control the thermostat in my life and not let all the outside influences control my thermostat. Okay, there's things that can happen on the outside. It can make me angry, it can make me mad. Okay, do I let that controlled my anger or do I control it? Okay, I can have some things happen on the outside. I could get really upset, really mad. I can hold on to some bitterness. Okay, bitterness is going to take the temperature way down, right? It's going to make it pretty cold. It's going to make it pretty bitter, right? Because that's bitterness. And and so I can let that uh, set in and I can let that control me or I can take charge of it and say, no, bitterness, you're not controlling me. I'm going to kick on the thermostat. I'm going to raise it back up again. Okay, because we, we can be in control of that thermostat we like to blame other things okay uh, you know uh, my, my, my spouse did this or or my son did this or my daughter did this or or the boss at work does this and and, and that's why I act this way you know it's just my my uh, whatever it is my, my, my Irish temper okay <laughs> my German temper or whatever that may be that's that's controlling us and we can pass the buck on that but when it comes down to it though we can control that thermostat okay I got the key to it and I'm gonna control it I'm not gonna let those outside influences control the way I'm going to be now we also we get of course the spiritual enemy he comes against us okay, and he wants to try to control us okay, that's what the devil does he wants to try to gain control but we don't have to give up that control we don't have to give it up, okay? We can control it. So there's options uh, for us with that. So we read in the scripture. This brings me to the scripture here about making some decisions in life, and this is what this scripture is about. It's about entering into a narrow gate. Right? It's a decision. I'm going to enter into a narrow gate. Now. Now most of the time or a lot of times you may have heard the scripture being preached or you're being taught or you may have read and automatically you would think that this is talking about salvation. There's only one way of salvation and it may be true. You probably can apply it to that, but there's I think there's more to it than just uh, a salvation. This is about living out life here in this life, in this earth. After you become a Christian, after you uh, you know been baptized You know, you you received the Holy Ghost in your life. Okay, you made that decision you're gonna follow Christ. Uh, you know, that's the beginning of it. That gets you your salvation. You may have an eternal home in heaven, but what happens in the meantime down here? And I believe this is more of what the scripture is talking about is this life. Okay, right now. What are we doing right now? Enter in by the narrow gate. Why does the gate broad is the way that leads to destruction and there are many that are going thereby because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way that leads to life and there are few who find it alright I've been thinking again I got another name for the church I know some of you guys couldn't wait for it right you know, there's all this stuff out there uh, the new life or new hope or, or whatever the you know How about the difficult life church? I mean, that's great. The difficult life. You know, we have all this easy life. Well, the scripture never tells us it's going to be easy living for God. I mean, uh, this Pastor Morris, he's really challenging some people, right? First first thing he's doing, the very first thing he is doing is he's teaching. What is he doing? He's challenging our thinking trying to give you a different way to see things you know that I thought that was really good how he brought out the spirit of Mammon it's a spiritual thing and it all becomes down to that it is a spiritual thing to live for God and it's the way we see things and the way we think okay that's why the Bible talks about be renewed in the spirit of your mind okay you got to change the way we think okay we're born this way. Okay, we're born unclean okay we're born in the world so we think like the world we act like the world but now when you become a Christian you got to change the way you think okay and that's going to result in a change of action because basically nothing happens till we put action but it starts with the way we think uh, but it says difficult is a way is the way which leads to life okay difficult. So I had to stop and really think, difficult is the way. But then it said, few find it. In other words, this gate that you're going to get to to really have life in its fullness, it's not going to be probably as obvious. It's something that you really can't see. So you've got to... Start searching for it and you got to find it. And there's few that's going to find it because broad is the way. It's going to lead to destruction. I mean, there's all kinds of ways you can go that leads to destruction. Okay, the gate's wide open. Okay, that's just, it's going to be that way. But there, there's a way that you're going to really experience life and have a good life and have a blessed life. It's going to be a narrow way. Okay, the gate's going to be narrow. You're going to enter it in, and it's going to be difficult. Just straight up. It's going to be difficult. You know, a lot of times we like to preach fluffy messages, right, where everybody likes it, and they're all excited. You know, they're all fired up and pumped up. And, uh, you know, I like those messages too, but I don't know. I just thought my name's not Fluffy. So I don't know if I can do that or not. (laughs) But, but, you know, we we get that, but, um, you know, we, we want to say, you know, God's got a blessing for you, and God's got a miracle for you, and God's got this for you, and that for you. How about we just come out and say, you know what? God's got a difficult way ahead for you. Difficult is the way. Okay, it's going to be challenging. It's going to be tough, right? We're going to have to toughen up. We may have to grow up, you know, I may have to do something you know uh, I, I wrote down some notes here it says uh, it's talking about the Broadway okay it leads to destruction and this this author he writes this is not a discussion about losing one's soul but it's a failure to live out the purpose of one's existence it's a failure to live out the purpose of Of one existence, okay. In other words, what are you here for? Um, I really wanna. I I got a. I've I've been learning a lot lately. I got a lot in my mind, all right. But I've been really wanting to think about this, and and I want to try to give you something that you can kind of take and hopefully apply, because just like uh pastor morris was teaching here unless we apply it it really doesn't do any good okay you ever heard of this well it's a thought that counts no it's not okay it's just not it's the action that counts okay thoughts are one thing okay it's good to have a good thought but what really counts is action okay it's the actions that makes the difference and that's exactly what Pastor Morris was talking about. It's the actions that we take. Yeah, this is the way we need to see things. This is a new way of seeing it, but it's really to take some action on it. And uh, I've had to ask myself this many times, you know, why am I here? Okay, what am I here for? I know recently we mentioned that uh, we're not better than anybody else, but also or I guess I used value. We're not more important than anybody else, but also we're not less important either. All right? We all have value. Okay? Christ died for each and every one of you. Christ shed his blood for each and every one of us. He thought we had value. We're worth the blood of Christ, at least in God's mind. Okay? Again, thinking the way God thinks, in God's mind, you're worth the blood of Christ. And what kind of value can you put on that? So you're worth a lot. I think that's where it starts with our thinking. Sometimes we get in our thinking that uh, we're not worth much, so we don't give much. Okay, we start thinking, hey, I got value. I got something I can add. Okay, God has blessed my life, and I'm going to give what I can. Okay, I'm not talking about money. I'm going to give of myself what I can. And, and so it's, it's, it starts with that, saying, thinking in my mind, hey, I got something that I can share. Okay, i got something that I can give. I, I have some value. Um, and, it, and it's changing this, this, this mindset that I, that I have a purpose. I am here for a reason. God has placed me here for a reason. God has placed me in this family for a reason. God has placed me on my job for a reason. God has placed me in this church for a reason. And, uh, and, and it's just making up our mind. Hey, I'm going to be a blessing to somebody else. It may be hard, it may be difficult, but I'm going to change it. And it starts with this decision that I can. Okay, Whatever this life is, if you can make up in your mind, whatever this life is, this is what I want. Okay, it starts with a desire. starts with something inside of you. Okay, I want this. Okay, I want this life. Christ paid for me to have it. And I want it. If he wants me to have it, that's what I want. I want this life that Christ has given us. I want to find it. Whatever I got to pay for, whatever I got to do, uh, whatever I got to seek for, I don't want to ever give up on it. I want this life right? I'm going to have some setbacks. I'm going to have some hard times. It's going to be difficult. There's times I'm not going to want to do it. I'm not going to want to get up in the morning and do it. I'm not going to want to do it at nighttime. I'm going to, times I'm going to be tired and and things may happen. I may fall. I may struggle, but I still want this life. I can get up again. Amen. I can get up again. Church, you can get up again, right? You don't have to stay down. That's a lie from the enemy that wants to keep you down. You can get up again. Don't let it keep you down. Because there's times it's going to happen where you're going to fall down and it's going to be miserable. You may be embarrassed. And the next thing you know, you're down following the broad way. Okay, You're just drifting along, going with the crowd. No purpose of existence. Why are you here? You know, it's like, did you surprise God when you failed? You know, you know, has God given up on you? No, He hasn't. We can get up again. Uh, I, I don't have to stay down. I mean, I've been down before. Okay, I've been distressed before. I've been depressed before. Okay, and so have you. Okay, if you live life very long at all, you have those hard times. Okay, but it's the ability to get back up again. Okay, enter back into the fight. Okay, you enter back into the struggle. Okay, It is hard. It is difficult. I recognize it. But we are winners, and winners win. Okay, We can get knocked down, but we can get back up again. We can experience life. Okay, we can control the thermostat. Okay, Situations happen. Situations push us down. Situations want to keep us down. But we can turn up the thermostat. No, I'm going to love more. I'm going to have joy in my life. I'm going to have peace in my life. God has given me this fruit of the Spirit. He has blessed me with it. It is mine. I'm going to keep it. Amen. Amen. And God, he was all in. Aren't you glad Jesus was all in for this? I'm so glad that one day, you know, Christ, he came in to save us, paid the price, you know, and then as he's going in through throughout his ministry there, he's getting all the... All the Pharisees, the religious people, and the outside forces are coming against him, trying to push him back down. And then, then, then he's always got this thing in front of him called the cross that he's looking at. You know, and, and he knows why that's going to be. Uh, I'm, I'm so glad one day that you know he didn't decide. You know what? This is getting too hard. This is too difficult. Okay, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, you know, I didn't ask for this. You know, <laughs> so um, you guys, you're all on your own. Sorry. I'm bailing. No, he was all in. You know, about 40 years ago, there was a lady I met at the altar, and we both said, I do. At that point, we became all in. Right? For better, for worse. Yeah, through the good times to the bad times. Honey, I'm glad you didn't bail out on me. I'm so glad she didn't say one day, you know, there's a lot more fish in the sea. <laughs> Why did I get stuck with this one? Okay. <laughs> okay. But she didn't. Right? She hasn't. You know, uh maybe there was time she thought it, but she she said, No. You know. Tell you through marriage, it's tough sometimes, right? We had our hard times. We have difficult times. There's times we probably didn't feel all lovely dovey, you know. There's times it was like, you got to endure this. But we decided, hey, I I made a commitment. She made a commitment. Okay, we stayed together. It's through the hard times through the good times. Okay, It, it works when both are committed. Okay. This Christian faith, it works when both are committed. God's committed. Christ was committed. He paid it all. He gave it all. I mean, he gave his life for it all. Okay. I, uh, would he ask the same in return from us? Okay, well, Of course, That's we're committed to Christ. We're here. We're committed to Christ. How about saying committed to this life? What am I going to do with this life that he gave me? I'm going to be responsible for the life that he purchased for me. Not only stewards of our money, but we want to be stewards of the life that he has given us. We're here because he paid the price for us to be here. And we want to live for Christ uh, the best we can. Um, I know I've used this illustration. Maybe I've wore it. I don't know. But it just stands so much out in my mind. And it's in Joshua. I'm going to take the time to read it here. Uh, Joshua chapter 1, verses 1 through 9. I am being very conscious of the time, okay, just so you know, okay, I'm not going to go long, uh, give me 10 more minutes, then I'll take another 10, but this, <laughs> we'll be done here pretty quick, um, it says after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, saying, uh, son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses my servant uh, is dead, now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, and you and all the people to the land which I am giving to them, the children of Israel. Now notice, it's the land that God was giving them. Okay, it's the land flowing with milk and honey, right? It's a good land. God has given it to them. It's theirs. Okay, it's they. They came out of Egyptian bondage. Okay, God brought salvation. He brought deliverance. Um, they had to go dwell in the wilderness okay. and God told them go take the land forty years earlier he said go take that land Uh, but they were afraid Okay, Joshua and Caleb they were the two spies two of the twelve spies that went to spy out the land Joshua and Caleb came back hey we're able to take it yes there are giants in the land there's this in the land but it's a great land it's a land flowing with milk and honey but God has given us this land let's go take it but the ten Spies spread doubt and fear around the people, saying that people are too great. They got walled cities. They're giants. We're like grasshoppers in their sight. We can't take it. And because of their unbelief, they were not able to enter into the land. Okay, they weren't entered in the land of milk and honey. Okay, that's life. Okay, they didn't really get to enjoy life. They got stuck in the wilderness. Now, God did do some miracles for them in the wilderness, God still took care of them. But the thing was, they were in the wilderness. I know Brother Joe, he likes hanging out in a tent. I don't mind, I guess, that option. But I want to be in a house. (laughs) Right? I prefer to dwell in a house. So here Israel had to dwell 40 years in a tent. And they could be in a house that was already built but they missed it. They couldn't get in because of their unbelief. They could not enter into that life. They could not enter into the joy that God had for them because of their unbelief. And They, they lacked the action. They couldn't overcome their fears. Okay, they got, they got caught up in just being satisfied in that wilderness. In fact, if you dwell in a wilderness too long, they start thinking we'd be better off back in Egypt. And that's what happens when we get stuck in this wilderness. You start thinking, well, I'd be better off living the life before I was a Christian. Start wanting to go back. Instead of keep pressing onward. Okay, so, um, where did I stop? Verse 3. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you, as I said to Moses. From the wilderness... To this Lebanon as far as the great river the river Euphrates and the land of the Hittites and to the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your territory no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life as I was with Moses so I will be with you I will not leave you nor forsake you okay this is a promise from God God's going to be with them not leaving God, God has made that same promise to us he said I will never leave you nor forsake you now notice verse 6 be strong and of good courage for to this people you shall divide an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them be strong and of good courage what's the opposite of courage cowardice how about discouragement Okay, coward, discouraged. Um, what happened when the ten spies came back from the land earlier? Right? The ten spies that had the unbelief, they discouraged the people. Right? We can't do this. Uh, sometimes when you're going through life, it can get discouraging. So what do you got to do? Well, first of all, get away from all those that are discouraging, okay? some Somewhere along the line, you got to draw some line of separation. Now, sometimes, you know, there may be family, whatever. Maybe you can't totally, right? But there's times where, you know what? i got to find somebody that's going to be encouraging. Yeah, i got to get somebody with some positive stuff in their life, right? I can't handle all this negative. It's not going to do me any good. I, you know, negativity is like a disease or it's like a... It's like a virus is just going to spread. So that's one reason you need to come to church on Sunday morning. I'm glad you guys are here. Okay, I want to try my best to encourage. Okay, Because I know what God has. Well, I don't know everything, but I know God has great plans for you. right? If we enter into it, okay, we can be victorious. I know that beyond any shadow of a doubt. I do not believe God is a respecter of persons. If you know somebody in your life, a Christian, you know that, you know, they seem to have it together, they got love, they got joy and all this, hey, it's for you too. Okay, God paid the price and it's for you. You can have it too. A lot of times it's just, we got to change something. Right? One of the things we got, have to have is some courage. You know, it takes courage to make change. It's really hard. Okay, and it takes a lot of Courage. Because you have to face a lot of different things. But God is telling Joshua, you're going to have to be strong. You're going to have to have some good courage. Okay, If you're going to go and possess this land, it's going to be hard. It's going to be difficult. And for us, if we're going to possess the life that God has for us, we're going to have to have some courage. It's going to take courage. Verse 7. He says, Only be strong and very courageous. So he's starting to repeat this. So it must be really important. Right? God's saying it multiple times that you know, we gotta okay, let's pay attention here. Okay, Joshua he's gonna face a lot. But he's gonna have to have some courage, great courage, okay, very courageous. That you may observe to do according to all that the law which Moses, my servant, command you, do not turn from it, from the right hand to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. Um, Joshua you want to prosper what do you got to do well first of all he has to get into what God has said okay this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth all right. verse 8 this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it for then you will make your way prosperous then you will have good success one of the things that we mentioned was it's a change of mind. Okay, it's how you view things. It's a mindset. How do you change your mindset? Okay, you gotta pay attention to what you're listening to and what you're reading. Okay, you gotta feed your mind on good things, Joshua. If you're gonna be prosperous. If you're going to maintain your courage, you better make sure that you're into this law and you're meditating on it when? Day and night. Hey, it's just not Sunday. Okay, It's not just Wednesday. It's not just special service. It's day and night. So this, this is an initiative that he has to take on his part. Yeah, we can do it as a corporate body, but he's taking this initiative on his part. It's not just reading it. But it's meditating on it. It's digesting it. It's thinking about it. Okay, it's getting it inside your heart. And it's acting on it. He says, then you shall make your way prosperous. Okay, so now he's going to take some action on it. Uh, and then you're going to have good success. He says, have not I commanded you, be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So this is the principles that are written in God's Word. You know, we can read uh, the principles like in Proverbs and so forth. They give us direction for our lives. They give us uh, wisdom and understanding and uh, how we're able to make decisions and so forth. Uh, and, I, and I was reading through this, and I was thinking on on, on this part with with Joshua as he's taking the land, and, and along with the scripture about difficult is the way, and I'm starting to think. Of, what hinders people more than anything I, I know there's the obvious right the sin the wickedness but, but I see sometimes Christian people that really struggle I'm like okay so they're not really out there living in sin but yet they still have this you don't they don't experience the joy in the life that Christ wants them to have the the They seem like they still have a defeated mentality. And they don't enter into the joys of the Lord. See, Christ said he came to give us life, but not just life, but an abundant life. Can I experience an abundant life? Did the apostles experience abundant life? Did Paul experience abundant life? How could he go through so much persecution but still have joy in his life? What's the difference? What's the thinking? You know, was it was it the discouragement versus being courageous? Um, with this, also, I guess one of the things I started really thinking about what really gets people down, and I've experienced this in my own life, and that is being indecisive. You ever guys? I know you probably have. I don't know get facing a tough decisions and it just totally zaps your energy. You know, just, oh, what am I going to do with this? Should I go this way? Should I do this way? And then, eventually, hopefully, maybe you can make the decision, then once you make it, it's like, God, I'm just going to go that way, whatever happens. You know, in life, it's not necessarily you got an exact road map that you get you know there's a blueprint here follow it funny thing about blueprints uh, I used to be in engineering I used to make blueprints and I have the guys out in the shop come in and ask me questions hey what should we do about this So, did you read the print <laughs> I mean I used to do the same thing when I was on the shop floor you know. criticize it's on the print you know and so even if we did have a blueprint in life we probably wouldn't follow it we'd still be out there it's just human nature right but god lays out many things in his word and the more we can get into this word the better we can make the decision but why is it hard sister Sandy? why is it so hard to make decisions sometimes it takes courage sometimes make the, why because you might be wrong i don't want to make the wrong decision who wants to make a wrong decision okay you might have to suffer the consequences or whatever you know because it, it it takes courage to come up and face your enemies okay it takes courage to confront yourself sometimes this is another one the biggest my biggest enemy is the guy i see in the mirror He's, he's the biggest one out there. This is one thing that I've learned. Quit blaming the devil. Just stop it. Okay? Oh, the devil's working against me. I mean, I could do this, but the devil's doing this. Well, first of all, you got authority over the devil. right? But the problem is, is the flesh. This flesh is so self-willed. Okay, this flesh is lazy. Okay, this flesh doesn't like to do things. Okay, it doesn't like to discipline itself. It's lazy. But this is where the fruit comes from, is, is, is the controlled, disciplined life. I wrote this down. This was from uh, one of the commentaries I was reading. It says this. The broad and easy way can be followed without thought. There's plenty of space to walk. There is plenty of space for the attractive things of the world to grow and entice a person. There is plenty of space for a person to wander about. It is difficult to wander off its path. Because it basically is no path. The broad way is the way of the unthoughtful, the undisciplined, the lazy, the worldly, the ungodly, the materialistic, and the carnal. The narrow way requires commitment, determination. Discipline, control, self-denial. There's little space along its path that is difficult to get through. A person has to stay alert at all times lest he wander out of the way of the path. The narrow way is the way of the thinking, the discipline, the responsible, and the spiritual. That, that's very true. Okay, that's the narrow way. It's, it's this uh, abundant life way here's another one It says but the abundant life is not without discipline one only achieves abundance by the disciplines that condition it right? one only receives abundant life by the conditions that uh, disciplines it or the disciplines that conditions it I guess you should say one only achieves abundance by the disciplines that condition it okay? the disciplines that bring that life that's why it's difficult Because there's a lot of times we just don't feel like it. (laughs) I mean, I'm the same way. I fight this all the time. Um, It says here, uh, Bishop uh, Fulton Sheen says, the difference between a river and a swamp is that the river has borders and the swamp has none. Some people want to live without borders. Whatever. Whatever I feel. this This is why we got an insane society. Okay? I can pick my own gender i can be a cat if i want to be a cat i can be a dog if i want to be a dog i can do whatever you know it's just So stuff you know it's the broad way everything goes but the way that really brings life it's a difficult way okay it's, it's got to stay focused you got to stay on it um it's easy to drift another thing i was thinking on this you know a lot of people I know their songs and so forth. You know, they're looking for their breakthrough. They're looking for a miracle. Uh, I don't think there is any magical breakthroughs. Okay. Uh, you know, waiting for God to give you a breakthrough. I think God already gave it to us. I really do. It's just, we're like Israel. We fail. To... Okay. Joshua was going to go take the land. He could have took it earlier. But they didn't have the courage. They, d- they couldn't face their fears. They couldn't face the giants. Stopping them. But we can go through it, right? You can make some determinations. Hey, this life is for me. I want it. It starts with that desire in your heart. This is what I want. Sometimes you might have to get up in the morning or whenever you get out of bed and look in that mirror and just say, I want it. I want it. I want it. You know, sometimes you got to tell yourself what you want. Okay, can't go by feelings. This is what I want. This is what I'm going to be. Okay, this is how I'm going to serve. Okay, this is how I'm going to be today. This is how I'm going to treat others today. Okay, this is what I'm going to have in my life. I'm going to have joy in my life today. I'm going to have peace in my life today. Okay, I'm going to make my life count today. Okay, it's, it's that determination. It's in our lives that makes the difference. This is where work, real life comes from. Life is not in the broad way. Not, life is not in the... Life is not in the... It's in the difficult. It's in the overcoming. Okay, to overcome something, it means it's going to be difficult. But you can do it. I mean, you can do it. And, and you don't do it Overnight. Right? It's, it's every day. It's every day engaging it. Okay, every day I realize I can slip backwards or I can move forwards. But It's a daily grind. Okay, it's the daily grit. It's the ability to hang in there when the going gets tough. Okay, even when I fall down, I can get back up again. Okay, it's that ability that's within each and every person, each and every one of us. We have it in us. It's just making the decisions this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to engage in this thing. I'm going to engage in feeding my mind on good things. I'm going to meditate upon the Word of God. I'm going to meditate. I'm going to learn. I'm going to go forward in life. Okay? I, I don't see how anybody can really succeed through life without learning. Okay? Make a commitment to learning because that's what makes the difference in life is what we learn. Learn from those. One of the things I've tried to do is li- listen to positive people. That's going to help. Okay, uh, I, I try to stay away from the neg- negative as much as possible. I know there's sometimes you can't, but those that are going to pull you down, sometimes you just got to draw those lines. And say, okay, I don't need that right now. That's why I turned off the news. Right? I like to know what's going on, but I don't believe any of the reporters, and it's always negative and it's always bad. So I'm like, yeah out <laughs> I, I don't want to deal with that it pulls it just pulls you down. Now if you want to listen to it, that's up to you but I'm just saying this is what I've done in my life because I'm a whole lot better off and most of that stuff on the news I can't do anything about anyway. So why do I want to let it pull me down? okay I'm going to go forward in life. I want to experience life. Um, I want you to experience life. I want us to experience it together. Amen. I want to have revival together. I think it starts with personal revival, us making our decisions. Hey, this is the way it's going to be. This is the way, first of all, my life is going to be. If I'm going to be a blessing to others first, I got to make sure this guy's getting blessed, that he has something to give. And I think that's with each and every one of us is that, hey, I am determined this year. This year is going to be my year. Right? This is my year. This is going to be my best year yet. I think having that type of attitude. Why Why would I want to have, well, I hope this year turns out okay. I mean, what kind of attitude is that? Okay, It's a negative one. It's a hope one. Hey, this is going to be my best year yet. Why? Because we're going to make it that way. I believe God is ready. We don't have to wonder if God's ready or not. He's ready. Okay, He's committed. He, he's all in. Right? This is his church. He wants his church to grow. He's all in on it. Okay? And sometimes he's just waiting on us to be all in. Okay? We're going to have revival. Okay? We're going to have to face our challenges. Revival isn't coming easy. And you guys know this. Okay? It does not come easy. Okay? Uh, improving your life does not come easy. And that's what revival is. Revival is that which is dead is coming back to life. Okay, we need a first of all a personal revival. I want to have a personal revival every single day. Because I'm wanting to die every day. <laughs> okay? So we gotta get up. Gotta make it happen. Okay, so this is our year. Maybe this is what you gotta look at in the morning when you get up. You know, this is my year. Okay, this is gonna be my best year yet. I'm gonna make it happen. Okay? I'm gonna make it happen. I'm gonna pray more. I'm gonna give more, I'm gonna be more. I'm gonna have more I'm gonna have more life I'm gonna have abundant life God has given me this abundant life it's mine I want it God wants me to have it it's mine I'm claiming it it's mine I'm gonna make it happen I'm gonna put forth the actions that are gonna make it happen and it can't happen it will happen the thing is we got to be like the farmer you got to be willing to put forth the work and have the patience to reap the harvest okay you know some people say well you know, I did this and this and nothing happened, so I shouldn't do it anymore. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, just because you plant seed one time doesn't mean you don't have to plant seed anymore. Right? you got to keep after it. Okay. you got to keep after it. Hey Amen. Why don't we stand? Okay. I'm done. I'm sorry. I know it's not a fancy ending and all this other stuff. I just wanted to, I guess, share what's on my heart and mind. And um, I guess I gave my excuse. My ADD is kicking in. So... Uh, <laughs> but hopefully I share something with you I know this is a different crowd here Okay, you guys been around this thing all your lives just about Okay, you've been here a long time anyway and uh, so I wanted to share something with you guys that was on my heart and what I'm dealing with a lot but uh, hopefully it's helped but um, I tell you what why don't we just gather around to the front a little bit We've got a few minutes, and let's just um, talk to the Lord. Uh, let's pray. And um, I like the way Pastor Morris ended it. What did he say? What's God saying to you? you know, what What is God? Is that what it was? What's God saying to you right now? Okay, what is God speaking to your heart? Uh, I know we, we had a lot today. But ask yourself, take a take a few minutes. Close your eyes as the music plays and then uh, just ask God to speak to you. today. What would God have?